Santos's kick is lined up. The kick is good. He got it. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another Arrowheads Abroad podcast with myself, Brad Simcox, the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo himself, Tom Childs. And uh, we're actually not going to have Dave this week. Um, we, sh- we should have him next time, maybe. Let's let's hope we can get him next time. But the first preseason game is just around the corner, so it's time to relight my fire on the barbecue and smell what the Chiefs are cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been waiting for that? For I've been waiting for that, mate. I am so excited because preseason's like literally like wait, well, it's Friday morning for us, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm I'm just like, are you are you not got like that energy running through you at the minute? It must be adrenaline or something because I'm so excited. Energy running through me. Um, I don't know if you saw what happened or heard the news. My news last Tuesday. So do you really think I've got much energy at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we, we we need to welcome a new little chief into the world, don't we? We do, we do. Little Barney. Yeah, your new um, little babe. Yeah, I've now got a right and a left tackle in my team. <laughs> nice. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to build a whole offensive line for the, for the Chiefs in 2035. Is that, so. is, that, is that what we're aiming for, is it? Yeah, yeah, an entire offensive line. 2035, that would be really young. Sorry, I meant 2040. Uh, I was going to say, you'd be head coach then, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Basically, I'm trying to hedge my bets here and find a way as a proud parent to a trip to Canton. Like I was watching some of the Hall of Fame speeches the other day, and I was thinking, yeah, I want my boy to get a gold jacket. So, you know, the more kids I have, the more chance I have of getting said gold jacket. So, (laughs) you never know, they might uh, might snub it by like uh, Terrell Owens. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That was a bit weird, wasn't it? It was a bit odd, wasn't it? Yeah, I I don't know where I stand on that. Like, it's the highest honour in this sport that you can get like it's an even bigger honor than winning the super bowl and you're not there and all of the all is a bit of an f you to the people that snubbed him for two or three yeah. years it's, it's just a bit weird just let it go over your head and just enjoy the moment but i think he's going to regret it he'll regret it a bit further down the line possibly that, that he didn't have his moment you know what i mean possibly possibly but he's just it's just to isn't he he just wants it to be all about all about to so yeah, it's the kind of guy he is yeah, it is. It is really. So yeah, so your your big news, little Barney's in the world and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, all all's well and good in your in your life at the minute, mate. Yep, I'm finally over England going out of the World Cup. Ah, oh, yeah. Because um, obviously, last time we were here, we had, sat here and said we were going to win the damn thing. <laughs> I think we were saying it's coming home a yeah, lot. Exactly. Quite a lot. Um, yeah, I, I haven't said that phrase once since. Like nothing's coming home. Do you, know, do you know, there's still England flags up around here, you know. Really? <laughs> I think you might be waiting for the next World Cup, maybe, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they'll be very dirty by then. But <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we've been keeping ourselves busy quite a bit, really, especially with you having a bit of time to yourself now, mate, you know, a new little baby in the world and stuff. Yeah. Um, me working my ass off again, as always. <laughs> <laughs> um but we've had we, we've had a really good uh few days really haven't we of cheese camp which it's it's you know after looking or listening back to our older podcasts literally during the off season we've been talking about anything like cheese <laughs> we've been talking about anything that's coming in our heads just to try and entertain people and we've not had anything this jam-packed for a while so we've got lots to talk about and what we're going to do is we're going to start off, first of all, by talking about QB1, our new QB1, Patrick Mahomes. Um, it's, it's, it's actually his time to shine now. Um, but interceptions in training camp, what does it actually mean at this stage, mate? Jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of people freaking out about it, weren't they? I mean, uh, the first day, I think it was, of Chiefs camp, he threw an interception and everyone was like, oh my God. It means absolutely nothing. Like training camp is practice. It's there to make mistakes. It's there to learn from mistakes. As long as he's not making the same mistakes over and over again, then there is no problem here. At the end of the day, there's two ways to look at it. You could look at it. Pat Mahomes is making mistakes. 
all the cornerbacks are playing well. Either way, they're in both ways or both signs are encouraging because it means that the team are going to progress forward because of that said play. Hmm. I don't buy into, oh, he's going to throw loads of interceptions. Well, he didn't throw loads of interceptions in college. He had a three-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio. If you want to go back and look throughout the start of many NFL legends' careers, they've thrown multiple interceptions in their first year. Look at Manning. Has Yeah, exactly. Has that defined the player that Manning turned out to be? He threw 28 interceptions in 1998. In his rookie year, 28 interceptions. That's almost two a game. And he's probably top three of all time quarterback. Yeah. But that's, that's an interesting thing you've just brought up there because, yeah, 28 interceptions. Do you think if that happened to Patrick Mahomes this season, 28 interceptions, do you think Chiefs fans would get on his back? Well, it entirely depends on your expectations for this year. Hmm. If your expectations for this year is to go out and win the Super Bowl or get to an AFC Championship game, then yes, you are going to be disappointed if Mahomes does throw 25, 30 interceptions. But if your expectations for this team is to grow and become good in years beyond that and build towards a championship and are happy to go with the ride that comes with it, then you're okay with the interceptions. Um, if he, As long as he's showing growth and showing that he's learning from them and still making the big plays that we expect him to make, then you really can't get too uptight about it. I've got some figures here, right? I did a little bit of homework for the podcast. Well, you got some stats. I, like I knew it. the interception thing was going to come up because yeah. everyone's just losing their mind about it. And it's just crazy to me. Right, I've got some players here that threw... Uh, that during their first year at quarterback, these are the stats in regards to interceptions. So you've got Peyton Manning, 28. Andrew Luck, 18. Drew Brees, 16. Aaron Rodgers, 13 interceptions. Tom Brady, 12 interceptions. Okay? Yeah. All five of them... Well, sorry... Brady, Rogers, Breeze, Manning, Hall of Fame bound. 100%. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck, if he lives up to his potential, then he's might get Super Bowl. He's he's a very good quarterback. Then if we look at the some other players, Joe Flacco, 12 interceptions. Derek Carr, 12 interceptions. Marcus Mariota, 10 interceptions. Jamarcus Russell, 8 interceptions. In I see where you're year. going with this. Interceptions in year one do not matter. Yeah. As long as the guy is making progress and getting better and showing that he's getting better, then don't stress out about interceptions. Who would you sooner be after year one? Yeah. You've got Peyton Manning at 28 <laughs> yeah. or Jamarcus Russell at eight. You can guarantee that Peyton Manning probably passed the eye test a little bit more than Jamarcus <laughs> Russell did. And Peyton Manning went on to have a Hall of Fame career and win two Super Bowls. Jamarcus Russell was out of the league in three years. Well, this is it. This is what a lot of people... I mean, a lot of people don't really understand that... Uh, Players like Manning force the ball downfield, don't they? They 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 yeah. are they are the Especially ones. Yeah, they, they are the ones that will make sure they will throw the impossible passes, or they they'll they'll make sure the ball is still the chains are still moving, that kind of thing. And that's that's what I've been asking for for the last God knows how many years mm-hmm. about wanting a player. I mean, Alex Smith was good, but he didn't force it on third down enough for me. And the red zone threat wasn't a big, a big, a big enough threat either for me. So to have somebody like Patrick Mahomes, yes, I've said before, he's going to throw interceptions. It's inevitable he's going to throw more interceptions than what Alex Smith ever did. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 counterbalancing with that. How many touchdowns is he going to get? What's the yardage he's going to get? It's 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 making the big plays. Um, yeah, just going for it. I mean, that, that, that's the only thing I can describe. I just go for it and see what happens. And we're going to get that in the preseason games because, you know, he's going to have the free reign of just having a few downs just to, you know, get loosened up, make sure, he, you know, he's he's feeling the, you know, feeling these opposite defences and things. And he's going to get hit a few times, which is, is all part of the process and stuff. But I, I expect he's going to get intercepted against the Texans. Yeah, and he's probably only going to play one or two drives against the Texans. But yeah. if you look in a week one, for example, at the Chargers, where they've got their pass rush in Ingram and Bosa, and then they've got very good corners as well outside. I know they've lost the rep, but they've still got a very good backfield. I wouldn't be surprised if Mahomes throws two, maybe three picks in his first game. Yeah. 
But if he comes out and throws for a couple of hundred yards and throws the odd, the odd touchdown and controls the offense the rest of the game, then I've got no issue. Yeah, with that. I'm happy with like, that. Yeah. It, it, as I said earlier, it entirely depends on your expectations for this year for the Chiefs. If you're all in on them winning the Super Bowl this year, then I'm afraid you're probably probably going to be disappointed. Mm. Well, Tyreek uh, Tyreek Hill actually said in, um, in in Chiefs camp that he was the only quarterback that's actually hit him in stride, and that's a that's a big compliment to pay. Isn't it from Tyreek Hill? Yeah, that, uh, a quarterback, the only quarterback that's been able to hit him in stride, and that's only going to be a massive advantage to this offense. Yeah, Tyreek Hill has been lights out in camp so far. Um, he's easily been the player of the offense. Like yeah. every single highlight video you come out that comes out from Chiefs camp is all about Tyreek Hill. Like he's showing the world right now that he is far more than just a, a go route runner. He yeah. is an amazing route runner. He's got. He's worked on his feet so much now, and he's always had fairly good hands. So he's really developing this full package now to become a star wide receiver. And now he feels that he's got a quarterback that can help exploit his biggest weapon as well, which is his speed. So Mahomes um, to Hill looks like a really, really intriguing mm. duo going forward. Yeah. Well, talking about the offensive weapons, we all know about Hill, and, and Kelsey's had a good training camp as well. Um, but. Have we actually been impressed with the new guy, Sammy Watkins? Um, because we've seen the odd flashes now and again of him playing and, and everything. And I, I, apparently, I think today he actually got a hip injury, didn't he? So it's a bit touch and go whether he's going to be playing this week or not. Something yeah, like he, that. I heard that earlier. Yeah, he um, left practice early today. Yeah, uh, but have, ha, from what you've seen of him, have you, have you been impressed with what we've got there from Watkins? It's so hard to tell, isn't it? Because when you see camp highlight videos... Yeah. They are very much it's practice, highlight. man. They are highlight videos as well. Yeah. Um, so you don't get to see, especially if over here in the UK. You, there's not like there's a live feed of camp. Like the guys to be asking this question to or reading their answers to about it is the reporters that have sat there every single camp mm-hmm. and every single day and sat there and watched Watkins play and play out. Now this isn't me telling you guys stop listening to our podcast and go listen to other podcasts podcasts because that would be nuts. But you'd be crazy. From what I've seen, Sammy Watkins seems to be fitting in fairly well. There's such a, a variety of different playmakers on this team that the ball needs to get around as well. Mm-hmm. And when Tyreek Hill's clearly playing as well as he is, there's going to be less of a ball for Sammy Watkins. But we'll soon find out, won't we? We, we know how much of an effect Sammy Watkins has on this offense on week, in week one. I don't think we'll see him this week. Um, if he's got an injury, I don't think the Chiefs will risk it. I think there'll be a lot of a fair yeah. few players that are sitting out um, this weekend. Even the ones we are accustomed to, they only play one or two drives anyway. So yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about Sammy Watkins? I, I think he's gonna be a big difference maker in this offense. I think he is. I think I think he's been brought in because he is fast. He's got good hands. He's got great hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw that a few times in the uh, the training camp videos. Um, it just I, I think with the addition of Watkins, he just brings that balance, doesn't he? Balance of the force, kind of thing. Um, it brings, you know, it, it's another threat that that teams have to worry about, other than just stacking up on Hill or stacking up on Kelsey. They've got this other other additional threat in there. But yeah, I've I've, I've liked what I've seen of him. He's he's not been he's not been one of those that's, that's done like the flashy kind of um, you know. He's done a one handed grab, but it wasn't as flashy as what Demarcus Robinson's was, which we'll get onto in a minute. <laughs> but um, he's he he, he 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 makes me feel safe that we've got that kind of player there. And I think that's the only kind of credit I can give to him at this moment in time without actually watching him um, fully from a training camp video. Yeah, because he's done, he's done bits and bobs in the past as well. I remember yeah. one game which he had against us for the Bills. Um, okay, the Chiefs ended up winning the game, but for in the first half, he got something like 150, closer to 200 yards yeah. in the first half and absolutely torched our secondary. So he is capable. Uh, the Bills gave up multiple first-rounders to grab him at number four, I think it was, in the draft. So yeah. there is potential there. And I like the fact he's had a haircut. Yeah. Um, to me, that shows that he means business. Yeah. Um, he's like he's there. Like There's nothing weighing him down now because that hair must be heavy. <laughs> it must be heavy. I was quite disappointed when he did that, though, because I I, quite, I still quite like the the long hair on on a Chiefs player, like reminiscent to Jamal Charles. Really? Yeah, I love all of that. I don't but know why. I think it's just it's it's because it's really that kind of first player I clapped eyes on when I first watched them. 
Yeah, but you and, can get tackled by your hair, can't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's probably I've, why they've told them to cut it off. Probably. <laughs> I can't for love nor money. Someone probably needs to text in or tweet in or Facebook in this. But I, I think it was a Steelers player. I think it may be in Pamalama who might have got an interception against. It us. was. Yeah, and and one of our defenders or offensive players, I can't remember who it was tackled him by the hair and just <laughs> yanked him down to the ground like that must hurt so it much it must have hurt yeah <laughs> so Sammy Watkins probably saw a video like that and thought sod that I'm out of here the hair is gone yeah well let, let's stick with the uh, the wide receiver position because there's there's actually a battle brewing uh, in that position at Chiefs camp it's um, Chris Conley is having a solid camp he's had a really good camp at the minute um, he's I think he's 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 still showing these youngsters, you know, that he's the man to beat in this. But credit has to be given to the likes of <laughs> Demarcus Robinson and Byron Pringle as well, because I saw some videos, and there's quite a few videos of Byron Pringle now, and his name seems to be on everybody's lips because he just seems as though he can rise like a salmon <laughs> and and just pluck that ball out of the air, and it. It's it's almost like Mahomes is whenever he sees him going into you know like you know post a corner or anything like that he puts it higher than everybody else because he knows Pringle's going to get it. Um, so he's he's building up a good rapport with that. But I, I wanted to touch on my my guy Demarcus Robinson <laughs> <laughs> because me and you had a bit of a discussion. I think was it just before Chiefs camp or was it yeah. just during or something like that? I, I think, think it might was, have been before. I think it was around the start of Chiefs camp just before yeah. Barney was born. And I was go- and I was going on that Marcus Robinson. He's going to have a good year. This is his kind of year. And you went, hold up, Brad, hold up. Just just settle yourself. <laughs> I don't see what all the fuss is about. Um, and I was like, no, no, no. I maintain it. Demarcus Robinson. He's you know he's going to be one of those players that's pushing for uh, maybe uh, maybe a WR three, WR four mainly. I would yeah. say. And, uh, and you still said pump the brakes kind of thing, didn't you? And we had a bit of a bet. We did. And I was drinking at the time, so possibly I may have just kind of bitten off a bit more than I can chew. But I said he's going to get some good yards this year. And you said, I'll give you 400 yards this season for Demarcus mm-hmm. Robinson. And um, if he's over that, then you'll buy me dinner. Was that right? Yeah. And if he's under it, I buy you dinner. Yeah. And I'm talking the works. Like, <laughs> when you come down for Fanball Five, we're going to the Ritz, and we are the Grosvenor having... Hotel. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to find one of Ramsay's re- restaurants, and you are going to wine and dine me like you've never done before. <laughs> I was planning on like I don't know McDonald's or something. <laughs> you would. Uh, <laughs> You're not a cheap date, are you? No, well, definitely not. There is no way Demarcus Robinson is making 400 yards. I, really? There's just simple maths. There's not enough to go around. Like, if you think Tyreek Hill, he's probably going to increase his numbers last year. Yeah. So, say he goes 1,200 yards. Kelsey, probably close to 1,000. Then, what, Sammy Watkins will be aiming for, what, 800 yards? That's 3,000 yards. A yeah. good season for Mahomes will be 4,000 yards. Yeah? Yeah. We agreed that that's probably 4,000, 4,300 is probably the ceiling for Mahomes in year one. Yeah. So you're talking roughly around a thousand yards to go around our running backs, which is a which are a huge part of our passing game. Yeah. Demetrius Harris, which is also a part of our passing game. Right. Chris Conley, Demarcus Robinson, and DeAnthony DeAnthony Thomas. And you think Demarcus Robinson is also going to get 400 yards? Ah, oh, you see, there's a flaw in that one because I, I, I was going to talk about him later, but I don't think that's going to be there. You don't think that? Well, no. no. Not, I think he's a possibility of being cut because of Traman Smith might end up taking his job. Yeah. Um, as a punt return, a uh, kick returner, but even still, someone's got to replace DAT, so there's going to be someone there, and I just cannot see Demarcus Robinson getting 400 yards in this offense I don't think there's going to be the play there I think he's going to be relying on a lot of broken plays to get his yardage because that seems to be where he excels mm-hmm. is in broken plays um, but with the addition of Sammy Watkins I just don't think the numbers are there for a wide receiver 4 slash 5 to get four 500 yards really? I'm sorry I'm sorry Brad I know we disagree on this we talked about it at length on Twitter yeah um, 
if you're that bored and you want to go and read it, you can. (laughs) (laughs) But I know he is a fan favourite as well. I know so many Chiefs fans are well on board the Demarcus Robinson hype train. And I want him to do well. If he does well, that means Mahomes is doing well, which means the Chiefs are doing well, which makes me happy. Yeah. But... I just don't think he's going to get to the level that you guys are expecting him to or slash hoping him to. Yeah, I mean, you basically said that Chris Conley's got the gig, um, which I can I can kind of agree with, really, because he, he up until his injury last season, he was he was one of those unsung heroes, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was he was still a big threat, but I think with the fact that you know Watkins is there now and and Conley's obviously looking ahead of him, you know, trying. Um, you know, compete with Watkins. He's gonna, he's gonna, gonna have to watch what's behind him because there's some really good wide receivers in there. And I keep mentioning this Byron Pringle, but you, I mean, if you've not seen the videos, seriously, go and watch what he he climbs in the air. He's got he's got like these sky ladders. Really? Oh yeah, he just climbs, and you know, he's not afraid of of, of putting his body on the line to to get it. Um, Mahomes through this passage. Normally, you wouldn't see any QB throwing that kind of pass because he, he was well covered, was Pringle. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, Mahomes put it that high up in the air, I thought it's gone over his head. Mm. And Pringle just plucked it out of the air. I have no idea how he did it. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm actually, can you tell I'm getting really excited by the, the wide receiver threats that we've got here? I, I can, I can. And just, I've done a little bit of homework whilst you've, you've sat there and talked about Brian Pringle. Um, a guy that I think is destined for the practice squad this year. Yeah. And hopefully he stays on it. Really? Um, well, yeah. You want him to stay on the practice squad. You just don't want him to, you don't want him to go on the practice squad and get picked up by other teams. So oh, right. Hopefully, okay, we, yeah. hopefully yeah, we yeah. have that option next year to to keep him on. Um, last year, Alex Smith threw for four thousand forty-two yards, so a very good total. Uh, Tyreek Hill got twelve hundred. Travis Kelsey got a thousand. Then next it was Albert Wilson five hundred fifty-four. Cream Hunt four hundred fifty-five, and then the fifth receiver, which was. Um, Harris got two hundred and twenty-four, hmm. so there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of ground for Demarcus Robinson to make up. And Demarcus Robinson got two hundred and twelve, so he needs to double his output from, well, from last well, year. When Mahomes is throwing like six thousand yards, there's oh, yeah. more than enough throwing round, mate. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> if, if he if he throws for six thousand yards, I'm gonna buy you, Dave, everybody dinner. <laughs> I'm just happy with a I don't know a Burger King or something, mate. I'll be happy with that. You are a cheap date. I'm a cheap date, aren't I? <laughs> All right, enough about that. Let's 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 talk about something else then. So, uh, one area we should never forget on this team is the pass rush, but we don't seem to hear much about that in uh, in camps anyway, uh, because the QBs are always yellow jersey, don't we? So we never really get a good look at the uh, the pass rush. But uh, Houston seems to be back. Uh, seems to be back for good now, and he's he said he's feeling. Want you back for good. <laughs> <laughs> he's back for good now, yeah. And he said he's feeling b- uh, far better than he was last season. That's sorry. Didn't know you would take that fun. Everyone's a take that fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got the words wrong, but I don't care. Did you? All oh, right, yeah, yeah. You know the you know this you know the like the tune to it, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, he's back for good, um, and. We've got we've now got K Pass now. Uh, K Pass has been kind of jumping in and out different roles, uh, but he seems to be settled on linebacker at the minute. I don't know if you've seen him in, in in camp, but he seems really really on it at this moment in time. He's 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 proving that that pick is just getting better and better and better. Do you think he's actually going to start this time, or is he at least get a chance this season? I think he's going to get a chance. I don't think he'll start. I think this is going to be very much. Um pass rush by committee on that one side yeah um, I think Houston's got his side and I think D Ford Brennan Speaks and uh, K-Pass have kind of got a share yeah the um, the other snaps but I am really encouraged from what I've seen um, anything that involves Frank Zombo getting less snaps um, is fine by me like oh, that sounds really harsh doesn't it um, does sound harsh that mate he's a good does. backup is Zombo but yeah, that's what he needs to be as a backup. But now he can be a backup to the backup to the backup, which is, <laughs> which is fine by me. Um, yeah, K-Pass seems like he's making all the right noise. The reporters seem to be loving him, or the writers seem to be loving him. Mm. Um, they're saying that he looks like he's going to be ready for more of a first-team role this year as opposed to just coming into the backup of last year. Yeah. So the, the pass rush like, is an interesting one because you said like 
they can't really do anything. No. They can get past their, their blocker, but then after that, they can't really hit him. They can't really impact the throwing arm, the throwing motion, the quarterback in any way, shape or form because these quarterbacks are so finely protected and rightly so that pass loss is kind of negated a little bit. Yeah. We'll see how it comes on on, on Saturday because the likes of Passignon and Breeden Speak should be getting a, a load of snaps on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so that would be really interesting to see. I think the defensive side of the ball is going to be the interesting side Yeah, on Saturday, more so than the offense, because the first-team offense are going to come in one drive, two drives, and that's it. But the defense, there's so many guys competing for jobs on that side of the field that it, the defense is really going to give us a show on Saturday. I, mm-hmm. really, I really feel like that. The, uh, the Chiefs beat reporters seem uh, seem very enthused by this defense, don't they? All of a sudden, we were, because we were panicking, weren't we? We, you know, we got like rid of you know uh, Marcus Peters... Um, the defense didn't particularly play well last year at all, and then we were we were kind of in this rebuild stage. With I mean, all our picks they were all our picks, weren't they? From the from the draft, were all defensive, and you know it just seems now that there's this kind of little bit of confidence just creeping in uh, in the reporters. I know it's Chiefs camp, and we always say it's practice and things like that, but there seems to be a bit of chemistry building, especially with the likes of uh, Hitchens and Ragland. You know, there's this there's these kind of little like yeah, kind of groups that just seem to be just forming all of a sudden. Um and have really surprised this this defence. Uh, surprised the, the the reporters about the defence. Uh would you say that's a fair reflection of that? Yeah, the but to the inside linebacker, Raglan's only just come back to training in the last couple of days on mm. Nigeria's, but it's been his replacements that have looked really good, like uh Smith and Uwegwe. Yeah. I think I've said that right. Elegway, um, yeah, he's yeah. come in that seemed to have really made a statement that they are capable of filling in when needed to. Um, I like what's happening at cornerback, and I cannot believe I'm saying that. Yeah, um, you beat me one, to it, mate. Yeah, cornerback. One, one person that I'm really surprised that I'm enjoyed watching the bits and bobs I have is David Amerson. Yeah, um, he looks a different player when he gets to go and play up against his wide receiver. And play press man. He does. Uh, I was watching a video the other day of him playing la- last year in zone, and he struggled big time. He looked lost, in didn't he? Defense. In zone, yeah. But he's been in this press man, the Chiefs, and he, he looks like he's getting to the ball. Same with Stevie Nelson. Um, probably the quietest of the three has been Fuller. Yeah. Uh, who's we all expected to be the guy? He may still well be the guy. Um, again, it is just practice, but the the, the defensive backfield almost fills me with hope no, I'm not quite there yet because I don't think I'm entirely over Marcus Peters leaving Yeah, and I did really want the Chiefs to pick up Bashard Breland because obviously we had that a couple of weeks ago which looked nailed on that we were going to sign him Then what's happened to that? Say. it seems to have just died down he's it? still not signed for anyone <laughs> it's, it, I, I, seriously I, I actually tweeted him and said are you trolling everyone? please tell me <laughs> are you trolling everyone at the moment? because <laughs> you seem to be going around these places I bet he's just getting a free lunch at all these, at all these events yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he's probably got an autograph book that he's getting all the, you know, getting all the players to sign as he goes yeah. from uh, team to team, and then at the end of it, he'll just go, Do you know, what? I'm going to retire. Or, or <laughs> he's just picking up like all these different de- defensive schemes and playbooks that he can just turn around <laughs> to his new team and go, right, the Chiefs are running this press man defense. We're very, very playing inside linebacker every now and then, <laughs> and then just basically giving away all of our secrets. And because, because the Chiefs did show him basically the whole building and let him into the locker room. And when yeah. as soon as he come out, he was going to the locker room. I thought, brilliant, we've got this guy. Mm. And then next thing you know, he went on like seven more visits after the Chiefs. I don't even know where he's at now. Yeah, I, he's one. I think he wandered off to the. Did he go? Did he leave the Raiders and then come to us, or was it the other way around? Yeah, he went to the Raiders, then come to us, then went to. Indianapolis, Cleveland, Jets. I think he was at yeah, New York, and now I think he's in the Bahamas, um, just smoking a cigar, sitting on the beach. <laughs> the the Breland World Tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I heard he's in Newcastle next week. Join me up for a beer. <laughs> Do you know if he shuffles in with his flip flops, I'd be like, "Yeah, hey, have a beer, mate. Come on, yeah. let's have a chat. Let's have a chat." <laughs> What's going on with? What's you? going on? You're trolling everyone, aren't you, mate? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, no, I think I think. Uh, you're right about the cornerbacks. They, they they seem to be settling a few nerves. Amazon especially uh, in that, that that pressing coverage kind of thing. But the uh, the other one is uh, Trimon Smith. Now apparently he's now the cheater two. Is that right? Cheater two. Cheater two. 
could have come up with a better nickname than that, couldn't well, they? Well, yeah. I mean, what's 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 second slowest? Hang on a minute. Let's let's have a look. What's the second fastest animal in the world? Land animal. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Second fastest land animal. Are you doing this? Yeah, I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. So, how do you want me to feel? Do you want me to sing take that some more? Uh, let's have a look. Fastest animal. You're gonna be strong enough to walk Yeah. You do more take that. Yeah. Where's Lulu? <laughs> <wasn't> it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 25 last fastest land animals. Let's have a look. It's not Talk amongst yourselves. It's not one of those articles where you have to go down slideshow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Get rid of that. Hang on. Get rid of that. that is straight away a no-no for me. It's I know. Like, I, I come I off them straight away. Yeah. That's where Arrowhead Addict needs to learn because I think Arrowhead Addict is quite a good website. Yeah. Um, it's not quite as good as Arrowhead Pride, but the thing where Arrowhead Addict loses me is as soon as I get onto a page and there's multiple pages for one article, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not even bothering with that. I'm done. I'm coming off. But anyways, whilst I'm going through the tendencies of my browsing... Is it... Uh, a, is it hang on a minute. Is it an antelope? No. Springbok? Do you not... Like, just Pronghorn? Like, right, here we go. Okay, Google. What is the second fastest <laughs> land animal... No, this. <laughs> Not the fastest, the second. You've even said the second. <laughs> you really want me to? You've really made me to get. Want me to get one of those? Like you really have. Uh, no, this is just on my phone. Um, That's shocking. Did you hear that? Did you? Second fastest is a cheater. Oh my god! Right. Okay, right. It's a pronghorn antelope. Yeah, so basically what you just said. <laughs> it's a pronghorn antelope. Yeah, no, honestly, man. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, Smith is a pronghorn antelope. Yeah. So next, if he ever tweets out or Facebooks out, anything like that, you need to be that guy. Well, actually, you would, that would make you the pronghorn antelope. <laughs> well, actually, I think you'll find that it is the pronghorn antelope. <laughs> <laughs> I love your goo. That that that's gonna go in the bloopers. That yeah, what's no. the second fastest land animal? It's a cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you're wrong. The first fate, the fastest is Tyree Kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that where you think she was going? Hmm. I think she was just gonna choose that. Yeah, the um the Google girl. I don't know her name. She's definitely a Chiefs fan. Is she? Yeah, hundred percent. Actually, saying that, actually, uh, we we uh, all of a sudden found out that Superman's a Chiefs fan. He is. He is. Henry Cavill. Yeah. And he's British. He's trying to steal my crown. Brit Chief. He is. He is. Hey, him and Sam Quaker trying to take your fandom. And he's style. getting the coverage, which I'm annoyed at. What, are you expecting <laughs> you to be on the Rich Eisen show, are you? Well, it would help. Balance it out a little bit, you know. Put my side of the story on there. He Do comes you know in. He flies in with his red cape. Yeah. Look at me, Do you know Man what? of Steel. I met I met Rich Eisen once. Um, Did you? Yeah, when I went to Kansas City the first time in 2014, three days before that on Thursday night football, um, the Rams were playing. So me and the friend, me and my mate that we went to Kansas City with, we went to um, St. Louis to watch uh, the Rams play the Cardinals, hmm. and they were doing their Thursday night football pre-game thing. Outside the stadium, we were just walking around there at said time, and Rich Eisen happened to cross the road, and my mate went and grabbed him, and he was fascinated that two Brits had come all the way to St Louis in Kansas City to watch football. Yeah, uh, he he was very much like, oh, people normally go to San Francisco or New York or Florida to watch their teams. So that's where he expected most British fans to be from, and yeah, he was he just couldn't believe that two. British guys from Middle England could not had made the trip across to Missouri, yeah. <laughs> of, of all places. Yeah, he, he was really nice. He was really generous with his time as well. But anyways, that's less about me. Let's talk about the um, <laughs> antelope guy. Anyway, enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about the antelope guy. Again. Oh, certainly he's sipping me tea going, when's he going to stop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, going back on to uh, Tremont uh, Smith. Tremont? 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 
something like that anyway isn't it Tremon Smith um, yeah he's been impressive he's been really good but like you said before I think all the cornerbacks have looked good they look decent now does that worry you that the cornerbacks are looking good when Mahomes is throwing them the ball <laughs> well, that's it, it. yeah you know it, it makes everybody look good as Mahomes false, false sense of security again um, on the defensive side of things what we talked about at the top of the show yeah there's two ways to look at it when Mahomes throws interceptions. Is it a good defensive play? Is yeah. it a bad play on his part? Um, we'll soon find out. The Chiefs defence surely cannot be any worse than it was last year. Yeah. Um, I've said it multiple times this off-season. Just be average. Please be average. Please. And the offence will do its thing. Well, that's it, yeah. That's all we need him to be in this first season. Yeah, first full just, season. Just be, just, just be average. Just do enough to, you know, um, cement your place kind of thing. And yeah. just... Just settle every Chiefs fan down a little bit, probably. Yeah. But if you are going to be explosive, please do it. Yeah, well, exactly. The Chiefs' defense have made upgrades at every single position group except cornerback. Yeah, that is the one position group where we've got weaker because we have lost right. a potential Hall of Famer in Marcus Peters if yeah. he carried on the same trajectory, of course. But um, yeah, aside from that, safety we're stronger. Got Eric Berry back. If Houston's fit, then that's better. <coughs> seem to be better interior linemen as well Chris Jones is apparently going to be um, ready for a breakout season linebacker we've got faster mm-hmm. and more reliable um, so yeah the Chiefs defence have to be better if they're not then Bob Sutton has to be the man that falls on the sword for it Yeah, but we'll come to that in hopefully January or February hopefully February because it means we won the Super Bowl and we won't have to fire Bob Sutton but yeah We'll see, we'll see. Well, before we move on with our planned kind of show, we've got some uh, questions from the members of our Heads Abroad as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one we've got is from Graham Smith. Um, question for you is, forget the hype and the training camp bombs without an aggressive NFL defence in his face from Mahomes. At what point in the regular season do we all say, okay, this guy, ha- this guy is or has what, has, has what it takes to lead us to the promised land? What point do we go? All right, yeah, he's the real deal. Do we do we give him a number? Do we give him an amount of games no, and say you, that's when yeah. we'll 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 judge him? You you, you really can't. Um, Matt Flynn once threw six touchdowns in a week seventeen game for the Packers, and mm. next thing you know, he was getting contracts for throwing at him left, right, and center. And look what happened there. You can't really base it off one game or yeah. one or two games. Um, just be patient with Mahomes. And if he performs great, if he doesn't, it's not the end of the world. If he goes lights out, don't be used to that sort of performance because yeah. it's not going to happen all the time. Re- a really vanilla answer here, and I'm sorry, Graham, but you just can't point out a particular game or a particular run of games and say, if we get four wins there, Mahomes is definitely going to win us a Super Bowl at some point yeah. in the next 10 years because anything can happen. It's funny because Casey um, um, Bowen actually piggybacked on that question and said, "What will happen if his first year starting is like Manning's, which we mentioned earlier, wasn't it? Uh, more picks than TDs." So, yeah, it's it's in this day and age as well in the modern game. Uh, as fans, would we get would we get to the point where we're like we've got to drop him, we've got to bench him, or no. do we just stick with him and say, "No, we believe in this guy, we believe in this kid, we've got to keep going with it." Like, I don't know where this has all come from with people focusing on the negative side just because he's thrown a few interceptions yeah. in camp like the guy won us a, a game in week 17 the first Chiefs quarterback that's been drafted by us since the 80s to win a game everyone was on the hype train everyone was on the hype train when he was getting bigged up by everyone he's thrown a few interceptions in practice and now all of a sudden I'm thinking about the negative side of things and thinking oh actually this could all go belly up guess it could go all belly up but everything we've seen from home so far and everything that's been told to us by the Chiefs organisation is that Mahomes is going to be a franchise quarterback so let's focus on the positive side of things and look forward to Pat Mahomes and let's not focus on when he's going to blow up they clearly believe in him don't they from from literally from the top down Mm -hmm. they all believe in him Um, Veach believes in him Reid believes in him even Hunt believes in him and the fans believe in him yeah I know there's a little bit of edginess in there going, well, he's not going to be like Alex Smith. No, he's not. He's, he's not going to be Alex Smith. He's going to be Patrick Mahomes. And we need to treat him as our new QB1 and treat it as that and just give him the back end that he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, Nita Mosquita, <laughs> who do you predict will be the surprise discovery out of camp? Mm. Now then, that's an interesting one because I, I think the surprise discovery so far has been Byron Pringle. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I do think, like as we say, it's destined for the practice squad. Um, They'll be keeping an eye on him, won't they? Yeah, a surprise discovery. Cam, Cam Irving. Really? I, yeah, it seems like he's making a case for a starting role. Like the guy's a former first rounder. Obviously, we traded a late pick for him last year. Yeah, didn't really expect much out of it, but it looks like the guy stands a chance to start at left guard. Yeah, and if Brett Veach manages to turn a late round pick in into Cam Irvin becoming a starter on the offensive line, then Brett Veach can basically plan out my whole entire life for me. Are you going to buy him dinner? Yeah, I'll buy him dinner. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy him a Burger King. King. <laughs> um, just. Cam Irvin seems to be doing all the right things. I know it's not a particularly great competition that there is there, but that's like some jump for him. Yeah. So starting off as a tackle, then moving inside, then getting dropped by the Browns and getting traded by the Browns and then coming to the Chiefs, no real expectations of him, and then nailing on a starting role for week one of the following year, then, yeah, Cam Irvin could be could be our answer at yeah. interior linemen. So the sneaky surprise from you is 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 Cam Irving. Very yeah. nice, very yeah. nice. I never saw that one. I didn't think you were going to say that actually. I do love an O lineman. They are so smart. Yeah, they're so smart, aren't they? Well, yeah. they, you know, especially when you've got one that's like you know, a doctor. A doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Clearly, they, do, they they say that offensive linemen are the smartest men on the team, and us mere mortals cannot equal their brilliance of their minds. So really? yeah. I do love I do love an O lineman I do, hmm. and they get okay. to eat a lot as well, which is something that I'm very jealous of. Have you not noticed though? There's a lot of them really slim down. I don't think they have. Have you ever seen an O lineman up up and close and personal? They yeah, are, yeah, they we are have. <laughs> At Arrowhead, mate, we stood oh, near yeah. them, and I was like, "Oh my god, how big are these guys?" Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought you were big, you were tall, but my god, <laughs> these are giants. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say they're slimming down by any means. So. No, but I mean, their, their pads have got smaller. That's it. Honestly, I felt like a little bug stood next stood next to one of those. You know, really? How do you yeah, reckon they huge. felt? Yeah. <laughs> a little land. Or something yeah. like that. He's tiny. Such a small man. Do you know what? Dave's the kind of player though. He'd tackle one of those. He would go for one of them, wouldn't he? He's one of those that puts his head in there straight away, and he'll he'll have a tackle. Yeah, but do you know, like on The Simpsons, or when you see cartoons, when someone sticks out a hand and just on their forehead whilst they're swinging <laughs> arms, that'd be Dave. Do you think? Yeah, I won't appreciate you saying that. No, he doesn't <laughs> listen to it anyway. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. doesn't. Um, uh, Kyle Stannard's put on. Uh, this is not really a question. Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus yeah, Robinson. Move discuss. On, move on. Move on. Move on. From your We've done that one. We've done that one. Um, which happens soonest? Barney's first steps or Mahomes's first playoff win? That's from John Cartwright. Um, so, but Barney was born last Tuesday. So, what? August, September, October, November. No, he's not going to be walking in five months. Um, although Henry was walking in ten. But I think Mahomes will get a playoff win. Yeah. Before Barney walks. Yep. Right. That means it's happening this year. It's happening. Uh, Michael Ford uh, has put uh, with a new youthful defence what should we expect from Bob Sutton this season Uh, we have an offence that is likely to give up more interceptions meaning we may have to depend on our new D to be a difference in games good question that just more pressure yeah more more pressure getting to the quarterback more more sacks more turnovers just more of everything I think we've got I think we've got a a pass rush now that we, we that can do that as well yeah um, they, I think the Chiefs defense is going to be surprising. It's going to surprise a lot of people. Um, a lot of national and international reporters are saying that that's the Achilles heel of this team. I think they're going to find that it's not, and this team as a whole has very few weaknesses. Hmm. Um, I do think the season is going to be decided on the ability, or not the ability of the play, rather of Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I do think that's where the Chiefs off uh, season is is defined yeah a uh, few Facebook questions we've got quickly as well uh, Alan Morrison's asked um, more importantly do you think uh, Biennemi is the man for the job as uh, offensive coach he seems focused but with Reed as his boss how much will he get to impose his ideas and coaching now it's, it's interesting that one because um, I think I saw something recently where they did an interview with Biennemi and he's, he said he's loving the role because he's not just concentrating on the running backs anymore is he? he's actually really concentrating on the whole of the, mm. the offence and he's learning a lot 
from Andy Reid and he's, he's kind of had that opportunity to piece everything together now and see how the quarterbacks work with the QB uh, with the RBs and all that kind of thing um, do you think he's a good choice? Um, he's liked by the team he seems to have done a really good job of running backs this, te- this team is renowned for having a factory of running backs so he's obviously doing something right Um in regards to him being the offensive coordinator this year, I don't think he's going to play cool. I think Andy Reid will take that back um, yeah. this year. And I'm not entirely against that myself, to be honest. I think it'd be unwise to put someone first year in and say, yeah, go go and call the offense for us. Yeah. Um, especially when he's new to dealing with a whole entire offensive unit as well. Um, I think this is a learning year for the enemy, like yeah. it is Mahomes as well. So, yeah, um, yeah I just... It doesn't really make a difference with Andy Reid, to be honest. He seems to make, yeah, he seems to make the good ones, doesn't he? Yeah, and Andy Reid is in control of that team, especially on the offensive side of things. That if the Chiefs team does well, it's Andy Reid. If the Chiefs team does bad, it's Andy Reid. Um, mm-hmm. It's very much his team. Like Matt Nagy had a few games of play calling last towards the end of last year, but in the first four and a half years of. Andy Reid being in charge in Kansas City it was very much Andy Reid's team so yeah I, I think it will go back to that and Andy Reid will call the offence this year yeah a couple more questions and then we'll, I think we'll call it a night on that mate um, if you could go back in time and watch any Chiefs season during the period uh, that you were alive that you missed <laughs> what year would it be and why oh god um... would it be the Montana years it's going to have to be 93, yeah. was it? The year we lost to Buffalo. It'd have to be US, that, wouldn't it? Uh, in the divisional round, was it? Or was it the AFC Championship game? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it was... Anyway, Was it the Championship it, game? I think any, it was. Any, yeah. any era that had Mahomes and Derek... Uh, Mahomes? I'm Mahomes? Obsessed, um, Montana and Derek Thomas on the field at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, obviously not at the same time, but in the same squad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, then. Because I had the Trent Green years, I had the Priest Holmes years. He is Tony Gonzalez, so yeah, I have to go back to oh, the early nineties. Was was Marcus Allen ninety three as well? I don't know. Might we be. Have to, have to do our research on that, but yeah, ninety three around that sort of way. When they yeah. had the, the, the Monday night game with the Broncos, I think that was that year as well. Yeah, um, yeah, that season, I think. Yeah, uh, and last one from Colin Ward. Uh, hi guys, question for the podcast: Is Tremon Smith going to start? Uh, he has impressed in practice. Uh, is he the real deal? No. <laughs> no. Do you, th- do you think Steven Nelson's going to get it to start? 100%. The free... Yeah. He's looked good. Yeah, He's the free... Good. The free um, that are there at the moment, yeah. Amerson, Fuller and Nelson, they'll be your guys. They will be the free going in. Right, okay. Uh, one last exciting thing we've got to talk about, and I've got to talk about it because I've got one of the prizes sat in my uh, my attic at the minute. Mm-hmm. And I... Fanatic. It's, it's, yeah, it's actually growing roots. Um, I I have I have may, might have a problem actually sending that out to the winner of the gold members, um, but we have been squirreling away some amazing prizes. And if you have not seen them on Twitter or on Facebook, get on, get on there and have a look at them because these are fantastic prizes. We've actually got one on order that we we're, we're not actually going to reveal yet. Yes, we are. Are we going to reveal it? Yeah, we'll let them. We'll Do you want to reveal it now? Yeah, we'll let our loyal podcast listeners know that right. we have. Another signed item coming to the gold member prize draws that you can only that you can only win if you become a gold member, which costs just twenty pound a year. Yep. Twenty pound, we're going to do eight prize draws. That's two pound fifty a draw, and there's going to be at least three prizes on offer in every single draw. Yeah, so it's not bad value. We've but actually anyway. got this prize on order as well from uh, been told by from Chiefs Camp. Yeah, so we've got mm. this prize, which is going to be have its certificate of authentication. Yep. And it is a mini helmet, another mini helmet, but it's not any old mini helmet. It's signed by Byron Pringle. Yes. Only joking, it's Patrick <laughs> Mahomes the second. <laughs> yes. Yes, we have a PM15 Patrick Mahomes mini helmet on the way to us to be won by a gold member. That gold member can be from the UK, it can be from Europe, it can be from Australia, Japan, Malaysia, Korea, USA, Brazil, Canada, all these countries that we've got members from at the moment. Any one of you can win this Patrick Mahomes mini helmet. That's awesome. You could also win an Eric Berry signed helmet, a Travis Kelsey signed helmet. The Berry one's a full size one as well. Yeah, Berry one. It's massive. 
What else have we got? We've got a Kareem Hunt signed football, Tyreek Hill signed jersey. We've got a Hunt mini helmet as well. Hunt mini helmet. Oh my God, we've got so much. And the only way you can win one of these is by going to arrowheadsabroad.com forward slash membership and signing up for just £20. What is £20? It is nothing, but it could win you a signed mini helmet by Patrick Mahomes, the second five-time Super Bowl winner, future (laughs) Hall of Famer. (laughs) He hasn't put the Hall of Fame inscription on there just yet, though. No, but we can add it when White Marker will. Yeah, we'll add it on, we'll add it on. Yeah, (laughs) That's amazing. That's really amazing. Even I haven't got one of them. No, nor have I. But I'm not allowed to keep cheese and memorabilia in my house because... My missus says we've got too much crap in our house as it is anyway. <laughs> you're wading through it all, is that what you're doing? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing the uh, the prize draws from that. Are we going to do one from the first game of the season? The yeah, that's actual season? when the season starts, we're going to start the draws. And like I said, oh. we're, we're planning to do eight prize draws. Yeah. So, we've, so a minimum of 24 prizes to be given away. Yeah. So it's, it's not bad. £2.50 a draw is not a lot at all and considering you get the welcome pack as well speaking of the welcome welcome pack you know the stickers yeah I got a, an interesting direct message the other day from the Chiefs quarterback coach really Twitter. yeah no, the other day I said it was two weeks ago now yeah um, you know our stickers the anime stickers he would like a pack and he also said send me some more and I'll make sure that Eric Berry Justin Houston and Patrick Mahomes get their own stickers oh that's awesome that is cool isn't it Oh, I hope they do some pictures of them, like yeah. like you know, like like put them on the training kit or something like that, and the yeah. bags and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just to let you know, the only way you can get these stickers is by signing up for our Heads Abroad Gold membership, which costs just twenty pound. Head to the website www.ourheadsabroad.com forward slash membership to receive your pack in the next week or so. <laughs> You've been practicing. I have been. I have been. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> right then, I think that's it, buddy. I think we've uh, chewed the fat on a lot of things there. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed the show. That's it for this week's Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Uh, We're now heading back to our weekly programme schedule as well with lots of talk about uh, pre- and post-games on this show uh, as we head towards the start of the 2018 season. So we're going to be more regular. Um, So we're going to be doing at least... I think in pre-season we're going to be one show a week, but then when the season starts it's probably going to be two is that yeah, right? That's right. Um, where we have a pre and a post um, analysis on there as well and, and fan reaction. So uh, make sure you, sh- you subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes uh, so you don't miss a thing. So, from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs>